Here we go. Yeah. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. That's the Bobby Mike. It's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike. It's Bobby Mike. Bobby Mike. It's Bobby Mike. In my country. Bobby Mike. It's Bobby Mike. Got three songs. <laughs> That's right. Episode 173 of Three Songs Podcast. November 23rd, 2021. Bob Nastanovich, how you doing? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Bob. Uh, good yeah. to talk to you again, as always. Oh, I appreciate that. We're going right fun. back at it. It's um, We had like... What, a six-week break, and then a week break, and now like three or four days, so excited yeah, to go again. I can't again. follow schedules. I mean, either. It's okay. Yeah. Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. No. Well, no. keep them guessing. <laughs> the live audience. Yeah. Yeah. You know. What's going to be next? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I hear where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, you know what? I, I think we got some good music tonight. I, I uh, I'm excited about my... My tracks. I'm in fact. I'm not even sure which one of them I'm going to play to start. I may even oh, play. Hell. I may play two to start. So these are um, examples of. In fact, maybe I'll. God, I was going to play this one, but maybe I'll switch it up and I'll I'll start with a different one. Mike, you know, like I pre-prep my show, I take notes. I know you, you do, know, Bob. But I'm trying to no. keep it spontaneous. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm still going to play the Speedies, who I promised I was going to start the show with. The question is just which song I'm going to play. So I don't know if you know the Speedies, but they were a uh, New York uh, punk pop, power pop. I don't know what you want to call them, um, band that released two singles and, and then essentially splintered. And they never even put out an album in their time. Uh, they put out a 7-inch in 1979 and then another one in, I think, 80 or 81. Um, so I'm going to play, and, and I think this is this is where I was going to play the B-side of their, their second single. And maybe I still will, but I think I'm going to start it with um, the song they're best known for from 1979, their their song, Let Me Take Your Photo, partly because, Bob, you and I have talked for a while about the perfect three-minute pop song. Oh, you think you got one? And I think this one qualifies. It's right up there. Um, It's just a perfect three minutes of music. Um, Do you know this song? What's it called, Mike? Let me take your photo by the Speedies. Oh yeah, sorry about that. No, I don't. Okay, cool. Well, this. this I mean, you know, yeah, probably not. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. I, I'm curious what what you think. Um, this song, it was you know kind of an obscure seven inch only, and then it was discovered. Unfortunately, I don't know, ten or twelve, fifteen years ago, even um, Kodak actually did an ad campaign where they used it. Um, Kodak, Rochester, New York. Which led to a little bit of a revival of the Speedies. Um, but, uh, Fantastic. Yeah, deservedly so, because they're a really fun band. So here, I'll play this song. Let me know what you think. If you like, I may even play a second one. So enjoy. <laughs> 
No, just play two. Come on, Mike. <laughs> okay. So that's the A side of their first seven inch from '79. I like that. Yeah, you want to hear the uh, B side of their second seven inch from '81? See how much they sure. progressed in two years. Okay, this one's called Time. Um, it was Hewlett Packard, not Kodak. Oh damn it! Yeah, of course you keep me honest. Um, same no, thing. Just fact checking. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, all right, yeah. <clears throat> here's Time. Uh, the Speedies, their second single. And then after that, they collapsed, sadly, but um, they left behind some good songs. So. Maybe they went on to be very successful people or just became normal people or yeah. just whatever. Either way. Either way, I hope they're happy. Um, enjoy. Yeah, me too. And they've got something to know. 
uh, feel good about. Yeah, enjoy enjoy the B side of their second single, "Time." Here you go. song yeah he was responsible for rediscovering of uh, the speedies um you know i don't know i mean i think they were somewhat known in record got the hewlett packard ad and then they were i think they had something to do with the jay leno show oh did they really i didn't know about the jay leno show uh i just know around that time so well i'm guessing is around that time 2007 is when there was a compilation LP and CD of of their four songs from their seven inch plus I think uh, a few other tracks that never saw the light of day. Um, so that may have either I'm not sure which led to which. That may have led to the interest in the Hewlett Packard ad, or the Hewlett Packard ad may have led to interest to reissuing their record. But. Um, who knows how it all works. Who knows how it all works. The vocals there were from John Buckwheat Marino. Um, the wonderful guitar, two two prong guitar from Eric Pop Hoffert and Greg Zap Crudson. Um, bass from John Carl Carlucci and drums from 
Alan Zane Herkin Torres. So nice nicknameage. <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yeah. It's uh, it was listed. Um, that's how it was listed on the uh, Bandcamp page on the reissue. So, uh, yeah. Fun, fun little yeah, band. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, nice way to kick off the show. Uh, you know, um, amp us up early. Yeah, I'm gonna double bubble you. Okay, I like it. And, uh, and I start I'm with not two. Even ask for your opinion in between. You start with two. Okay, let's play it straight through. Yeah, I'm gonna play an artist called um, Ish Marquez, who was raised in the South Bronx in the '70s. Okay, and and uh, his dad bought him a guitar, and then he. I think quite fortunately stumbled upon the anti-folk scene on the Lower East Side scene that created the likes of of three songs pod favorites like um, Jeffrey Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Cluck, Moldy Peaches, and of course Major Matt Mason USA from Shorvon, my buddy Matt Roth from Matt Roth from Shorvon. Yeah, and interestingly, like in the year two thousand, um, Rough Trade. UK compiled all this material from the scene that I was kind of completely unaware of the anti-folk scene going on on the Lower East Side. Hmm. Um, and keep it keep in mind too. Of course, I departed New York City for a little while in 1993. Somebody kicked into high gear, so I just missed it. Right, you know? right. But um, East Marquez um, somehow is one of the more under-celebrated. Um, performers of of the genre and uh he was in a band for a while i think as a teenager uh called hallucination station which he self-described as latino stoner punks and i guess he did a whole lot of touring and he ventured to europe and he found himself falling in love with touring in europe so he's as far as i know today somewhere in france Hmm. um but i'm gonna play his song on the Anti-Folk Volume 1 compilation on Rough Trade called Jin Is Not My Friend, followed by, and this is a guy that I don't think has ever made and had anything ever put on vinyl, which is kind of interesting. He self-released an album called Ahab Again. So I'm going to play for you and the listeners here at Three Songs Pod, Jin Is Not My Friend, and a song called Things Are Happening Back to Back. And then I'll ask you for your opinion okay. when the two songs end. All right. One through three songs podcast. Looking forward to it. Thanks.
the steps from the bar room so I can get the light and a little fresh air and I see I better head back to my girlfriend or she's gonna kick my ass when I get home later today. I open the door and there's a dark cloud standing in the way and there's a frown upon her face and so it's safe. Today I'm gonna die cause my girlfriend telling me I better find another place to stay. Listen to the trick now. Invite my friend Tonic and we'll have a little twist now. Yeah, so I will say I like the first one better. Um, I wasn't expecting... Yeah, Jin is not my friend. Yeah, because <laughs> I understand that. Jin is not my friend either. Um, Have you poured a gin and tonic? Uh, not in a long, long time. I Yeah, I don't generally drink gin. No, I don't drink gin either, but I pour gin and tonics for my friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, I've gotten, uh, I guess I've gotten, you know, I can't really, I'm not a mixologist, but anyways, um, Ishmark has. I, uh, yeah. So I, I really, I really like the first one. The second one, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like the approach, but I'm not sure. Like, it kind of reminded me, and I almost don't even want to say what it reminded me of. Um, I just prefer to listen to more of his stuff, but, um, Oh, what did it remind you of? Don't don't cheat your don't cheat your listeners. Because it's 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 a pretty negative. At least for me, it's a pretty negative connotation. It almost reminded me of like Sublime or kind of like this, you know, kind of dude rock, like punk sort of reggae vibe that um, I don't normally love. But like there was something there that kind of was intriguing. Well, I wouldn't even know what the fuck Sublime is. I know they're famous. <laughs> they are famous. Yeah. yeah, that's all I know about them. All right. They like Blink-182 or, uh, or something? You know, I don't know. More like more like reggae-ish, I guess. The more Sublime? More Sublime, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I, don't, I really Anyways, don't. Anyways, well, I, fuck, you know. I, I, I think it's interesting to me, Ish Marquez. It's interesting that you should like... Jin is, Jin is not my friend because that's like kind of a cult classic. Oh like, yeah, I did not yeah, know that. And, I'm I'm not familiar with Ish. Well, no, not that many people are, which is kind of interesting. But I guess he plies his trade in Europe now, cool. based in France, and like it's interesting that however he is, or I haven't asked Matt about him. He's the only person, and or Jeffrey Lewis. Right. Um, the only people that I would know that are familiar with him, you know, he's kind of discovered and brought into a, a scene that anti-folk scene. Yeah. Um, by Adam Green and Kimia Dawson, and like, gotcha. Then he sort of split, so he's kind mm-hmm. of like a mystery man, but he's out there. When I, I like think that. of, I like, you know, I like. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I will definitely check him out further. Um, when I think of the New York anti-folk, there's not much scene, there. I mean, that's okay. Not much there. That's okay. Yeah. So it won't take that long. Um, yeah. When I think of the New York anti-folk scene, uh, the name that pops to mind is Roger Manning. You ever listen to Roger Manning? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. SST. SST recording artist. Yeah. And for a minute, he had a college radio, syndicated college radio special kind of show thing that went out to different radio stations. I think he did maybe like six episodes. Um, and I forget the name of it, but he would have bands come on and artists come on in like the early 90s. And it was kind of folk and he would interview them and he would uh, let them play music. And I remember I had one of the CDs. I still have it somewhere. I could probably dig through and find it. Um, and he had Uncle Tupelo on between I think their first and second record playing kind of acoustic in the studio uh, a couple tracks um, it's pretty cool I don't know I don't know why I'm talking about Roger Manning I guess other than he's an anti or Uncle team. Tupelo but or Uncle Tupelo um, yeah because when I think anti-folk I think of like Jeffrey Lewis and Moldy Peaches yeah yeah and I think they came later certainly um, Roger we haven't played Roger on the show. Maybe I should play some Roger Manning at some point. Um, that first that first record on SST is quite good. No, definitely. Yeah. Do you know it? You know it, right? Oh, I remember it from college radio. Yeah, right. Me too. 
Um, I was probably too immature to like really dig it, but like you know, I remember playing it. So okay, huh? It'll be interesting to maybe revisit it because it was the same for me, and I remember really enjoying it. Um, but I think partly because I thought I was supposed to enjoy it. It was on SST. Well, it was New York, right? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to listen to. Well, it I mean, because like things on SST later. or Twin Tone or Rough Trade or IRS or these days I imagine Matador or Drag City or Domino or yeah. Um, name some more. Well, I'm so this is a good segue. I mean, like, yeah, like good. you're supposed to like it. So like those guys are like tastemakers. You know? to- totally. And I, I guess I mean like who knows how it works. I was gonna say it's a good segue to uh the artist that I want to play next. But anyways, Ish Marquez has been completely skipped over by all that lot. So Yes, that's true. Um Yeah. As what as are the speedies in a lot of ways. <laughs> as are the speedies in a lot of ways. But but you know, for different reasons, both from from New York originally. Um, yeah. So, Where are you taking us? Uh, well, you know, you mentioned record labels that are kind of considered tastemakers. Uh, I'm going to play a current release that came out uh, earlier this year, a few months ago. Uh, Kill Rock Stars. Uh, yeah. It's, this Factory. is a joint release Kay. by two, in their own right, I would consider them two different indie rock label tastemakers um it's a joint release with grapefruit records grapefruit as you may or may not know is the record label based in lincoln nebraska uh run by simon joiner um and the other label that released this record so it's a joint between grapefruit records and shrimper records Oh, yeah, Shrimper, they've been around. The legendary lo-fi. They were a Tim Adams special. Yes, yes. Ajax Records, uh, lo-fi label, of course, probably best known these days as the first home for the Mountain Goats, um, who, of course, have gone on to huge uh, recognition and fame, uh, as well as, you know... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lou Barlow released a lot of stuff on the, you know, on that label, and and Refrigerator, Alan and um, Dennis Kalachi. Uh, Alan Kalachi is the the one who runs Shrimper Records. Refrigerator was their kind of house band. So, um, anyway, this is a new record from both those labels. Came out earlier this year. The artist is Megan Seebe, S I E B E. I think is maybe how yeah. you say it. Uh, Seeb, Seeb, who knows? Megan, if you're listening. Good young Megan Seeb. I'm sorry. Uh, And she has played in a a couple different, um, she plays uh, cello and violin and guitar, and she's played in some instrumental and almost experimental uh, groups. Um, But this is pretty straightforward, uh, really beautiful singer-songwriter stuff. and it caught my eye being on those two labels. So I gave it a listen, and then I, I just went ahead and bought it after a couple songs. Really, really good well, record. Cool. Yeah, one of one of my favorite uh, new records this year. And, you know, I think I mentioned it on Twitter. I'm going to mention it again. The rest of the year, every time we do a show, I'm going to play at least one song from a 
Well, I got you covered. 2021 with release. My next track. Good. Yeah. I mean, we don't yeah. we don't have to. We can sort of be unofficial about it. But you know, I don't like to do year-end lists. I don't like to do best ofs. Say this record was better than another. I don't no, like to rank them. Nobody pay any attention to them, anyways. Yeah. Mike. Come on. No. Nobody cares. Yeah. But yeah. I do like to give recognition to um to releases. Yeah, to releases releases that I enjoy that came out in a in a calendar year. So this is one of them from Swaying Steady by Megan CB. This is the lead off track. It's called uh Easy Street. Uh Go on Megan. Yeah.
pretty little song. Oh, it's lovely. A little bit of a high and lonesome sound. Yeah, she's from she's from she's a high plains drifter. She's from uh, Omaha. Yeah, yeah. And in um, fact, I've got to ask my friend uh, Zach Schmieder, who runs the Sydney Club in Omaha. Shout out to Zach. Okay. Great little club in Omaha, just getting going again. I'm supposed to DJ there on January seventh. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Imagine it'll be Arctic cold. <laughs> Um, so we're just like, you know, uh, but, uh, no, I'll ask, I'll ask him about, uh, Megan CB about Megan. Yeah. Um, really, really good record. The whole record is fantastic. Um, and that was a pretty song. It hasn't really been getting a whole lot of attention and I think it deserves much more than it's been getting because I've heard very little about it and I really enjoy it. I think so too. Good. I think it, I mean. Yeah, check it out. Uh, thanks for the, the rest of it's quite to an good. Artist who, who's uh, located 100 miles away from where I'm sitting on my back porch. Yeah, you might be able to see her um, sometime. Hopefully Maybe. on January 7th. Yeah, that would be great. I don't know what she's up to, but <clears throat> who knows? You know? Who knows? Schmeeds will work it out. We call them Schmeeds. Schmeeds. But, uh, okay. So, anyways, I'll take us to Paris. Um, I'm gonna play uh, Junior. Junior. Yeah, it's uh oh, I imagine you say it Anna Jean. It's first name A N N A, second name J E A N. Wow. And it's her with four other French women. And um she's a daughter of a famous French writer who I'm you're the more literate of the, the two of us. <laughs> famous French writer called um J M G Leclasio. Um and she's made some serious waves in Europe in the last eight years. And her most, and this is, this is my current track. Okay. Um, she's actually been care, compared to the likes of Nico and Francoise Hardy, which is, you know, lofty. Sure. And uh, Burger Records, the ill-fated Burger Records released, released a couple of her compilation cassettes. But she's on a label called... Um, uh, Outre, Outre Disc. Okay. And uh, she made a really brilliant full-length album, which is inaccessible to me vinyl-wise, price-wise, because it's just too damn expensive, called Une du Trois in 2020. But she covered a George Brasson's classic. Um, he's one of the legends of like French folk music from the 60s. I think a song that was... First came out in 1962. It's called Je me suis fait tout petit. And this is her cover of, which means I made myself, I made myself very small. And this is uh, Junior and her, and her, uh, Anna Jean and her band covering George Brasson's.
really enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you. Well, I mean, thank her. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Junior. Yeah, no, it's great. Like this, this guy that I'm unfamiliar with, named Emil Omar, who's uh, he's a brilliant guy. But um, he's and he's done a lot. He's a composer and everything. He's a huge um, celebrator of a French genius poet and singer songwriter named George George Brassens. Um, and so he does compilations of young artists doing classics. And I thought her treatment of that, but her original music's fantastic. Yeah. Probably should have played the original thing, but that came, that's her most recent release. Gotcha. Uh, junior, junior, which is J U N I O R E. Anna Jean and her mates. Fantastic band from France. I like it. Thank you. Uh, I will dig, I will dig deeper. Now, how many records did yeah. you say she had? Just two. Okay. Like one that, one that came out, out on, Ultra Disc, mm. and I think 2017, and then her most recent one was in 2020, which I imagine was recorded in 2019. And then it's, I don't know how many they make, mm. but they're gone. Right. Um, so the prices are, they're, you know, out of our range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can listen to it through your streaming sources. It's a brilliant record, and yeah. she's just a fantastic singer. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for the tip. I will definitely check her out. Um, yeah. I'm completely unfamiliar. Um, all right. Well, I am going to switch. We've we've played a few. I think the first four artists we've played had fairly limited discographies. Um. Speedy's only had a couple seven inches, a compilation. Now we're going, now we're going to the legends of the game. Now I'm going to go completely different. I'm going to play yeah. someone who Hall of has Famer. So I think we're both ending with Hall of Famer. Hall, absolute Hall of Famer, music Hall of Famer, jazz Hall of Famer, complete legend, living legend, the original American Pharaoh, um, born in 1940 in Little Rock, Arkansas, Pharaoh, Pharaoh Sanders. Well, properly. <laughs> well, no, he spells like it the racist. same way. He spells it the same way as American Pharaoh. It's it's not oh, spelled. Yeah, it's not uh, misspelled properly. Misspelled it's misspelled properly. properly. Yeah, it'd be really cool. If, it'd be really cool if, if the owners of that horse can't remember who they were. Um, if, oh, right. Uh, people it, from the Middle East. Yes. If they would have said like, uh, we just spelled it like Pharaoh Sanders. That that well. So when. American Pharaoh was running I, and everyone was saying, oh, it's misspelled. I was like, I would just always say, even just to friends, <laughs> no, <laughs> I like to think of it as a tribute to Pharaoh Sanders. Um, well, you were wrong. But I was like, totally wrong, right. but you I don't care. Right. It doesn't matter. In my mind, I was right because that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> Pharaoh, that was a bit of honesty from you. <laughs> Pharaoh, of course, got his start in the John Coltrane um, uh, orchestra, quartet, quintet, uh, octet, whatever it was, uh, and his first solo Never release. Yeah, first solo release came in 1965 on the legendary ESP disc label. Um, he of course has worked with legends like oh you know mccoy tyner and alice coltrane and um even carlos santana um 
And he put out a lot of records in the late 60s to early 70s on the Impulse label. And I'm going to play one that came out on that label in 1971. Uh, the title track of his Thembi LP is just a beautiful, beautiful uh, encapsulation of what he does really well as a jazz tenor saxophone player. Um, just this beautiful... One of the best of all time. Yeah, beautiful. I, I think now they call it spiritual jazz. I think when I first got into him, it was more considered free jazz. But there's just this amazing, um, just very musical, beautiful, uh, relaxing quality to a lot of his, and even transcendent quality to a lot of his music. And, and I think this, this track covers that well. Um, so yeah, here you go. Sit back and enjoy this one. It's a little over seven minutes long. Uh, from 1971, it's Thembi, Pharaoh Sanders. Tough selection. Yeah.
just a beautiful, transcendent, fantastic piece of music right there. Yeah, they kind of faded him. It's weird how they faded him out. I know, I know. Um, they kept on going. They probably would have. <clears throat> so that I think Pharaoh was Sarah playing. Sanders. Yeah, I think he, he was, was he, playing. No, he was originally born Farrell. Ah, interesting. I did not know that. F-A-R-R-E-E-L-L. I see. I think on that track he was playing alto saxophone. Um, Mr. Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, there was a lot yeah, of percussion. But he, but he basically spent his adult life in Oakland. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Yes. He did do the whole Hot Springs, Little Rock, Memphis, Nashville thing. Yeah. As long as he could stand it. Yeah. And then he got hooked up. He got hooked up with a lot of the um, free jazz legends. He got discovered. I yeah, imagine. yeah, um, but the I just love I just love that track. It's there's there's a lot of uh, beautiful percussion going on. You know, there's oh, some fantastic. the claves. Yeah. Lonnie Liston Smith is playing claves. Um, drums by Clifford Jarvis. Cecil McBee's playing bass, but also doing finger cymbals. Um, there's you know Pharaoh's doing bells in addition to his alto saxophone. And then that beautiful violin that's actually, in a lot of ways, playing at the same register that um, Pharaoh's alto is, just kind of helps. It's just this very rhythmic piece, but then this kind of just really lyrical uh, saxophone line, as well as violin that just goes through. It just makes it almost otherworldly, in my mind. Um, One of my favorite pieces of free jazz spiritual jazz, whatever you call it. Um, if I were going to tell someone or if someone said, you know, I don't know if I'm into this free jazz thing, I would play them that. And after seven minutes, if they said, yeah, it's not really my vibe, I'd say you probably, maybe, maybe it's not your thing. Just well, it did, it did actually have, it's pretty organized. It is. It's in it's, it's very, like free jazz, like, right. It, it it can be very unstructured. Um, that was very flowing and structured, and uh, you know there was a groove to it for sure. Right. So I think anybody who like you called that free jazz for would be like, no, the free jazz I've heard was like way more completely chaotic. I mean, I think if they if they're going to call that, I think it's more actually accurately called spiritual jazz. Yes, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's a freeness to it though, um, because there's. Oh no, definitely. And and I and I think I think really a lot of that comes from just the openness for improvisation and the openness. Imagine if you would have seen him live, right? Which you, I believe, he's eighty-one. Yep. Not sure. Sure what. Uh, Pharaoh is doing these days. Not sure if he's playing imagine. much, but uh, but yeah, if he is, um, wow, I would love to see him live. I never got a chance to. Well, it's more likely to show up in your neighborhood. That's true. That's true. Um, but you know, well, just fantastic, Mike. You one know, of those sharing him. One of those guys with almost a, a an intimidating discography. So, um, oh yeah, I just say find a place to dive in late 60s early 70s you kind of can't go wrong and just have at it oh no it's absolute wizard of the game Mm -hmm, for sure all right how do you follow that bob 
Well, I follow it with some legends myself, Mike. Okay. Are you familiar with the slack key, slack key guitar? Slack um, key guitar. Yes. Yes. Isn't uh, <clears throat> so? I've played. I think I've played Joseph Spence on the show. Uh, I think he's, oh, yeah. he's also known for the slack key guitar, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna play like um, a Hawaiian wizard. Yeah. Keola Beamer. Awesome. Right. Yeah. And I, and he he did a. I could play Keola by himself. He probably deserves. Uh, in fact, maybe we'll intro the next show play, with him doing or solo work. Play a couple. Um, we got time. We can end it. I could play a couple. Yeah. Yeah, so the the first you know you know about my obsession with sharks. Yeah, I do. Is it yeah, Shark Week on, po- on Three Songs Pod? Well, I mean, it's not Shark Week um, on Three Songs. Well, it is. It is Shark. <laughs> okay, week. good. But the Slacky guitar, interesting. The Slacky guitar officially, according to the source, is a fingerstyle genre guitar music that that originated in Hawaii. After Mexican cowboys introduced Spanish guitars there in the late 19th century, the Hawaiians did not know, did not embrace the tuning of the traditional Spanish guitars they encountered. They retuned the guitars to sound a chord now called an open tuning and developed their their own style of playing, not using a flat deck but plucking the strings. Most flat key tunings can be achieved by starting with a guitar in standard tuning and detuning or slacking one or more of the strings until the six strings from a single chord, huh. frequently called the G major. Huh. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know shit about playing guitar. Right. Right. And we we're not gonna. We can't. I mean, Malpas, like obviously, you know, is a slack slack key guitar player. Yeah, he detunes to a single chord. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's an inventor of tunes. But anyways, yeah. this is um. I'm going to play a song by Keola Beamer and a guy from Flagstaff. Okay. Who's a living legend. Same age group as Pharaoh Sanders. Um, R. Carlos Nakai is his name. He's the world's premier performer of the Native American flute. And Canyon Records got these guys together to make a, a record called Our Beloved Land. So it's like a slack key guitar wizard, Kayla Beamer, and R. Carlos Nakai, and it's it also has a bit of length to it. Cool. Um, so it's it's going to be flute and guitar. And like so, we've gone from pop punk <laughs> and modern music, and then through Ferris Sanders, and now I'm siphoning down to this. This is Kayla Beamer and R. Carlos Nakai playing Kamano the Shark off of Our Beloved Land. So it's, it's a, I mean, you know, I, it's it's a departure. Okay. But like, you tell me what you think. All right, uh, I'm curious. Let's play it. Think of big sharks. <laughs> okay. Thank you. 
That reminded me, um, what's the name of that Peruvian band that you played that um, Sun City Girls cover? Oh, I can't recall. I know what you're talking. You about. know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, that's a tough question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tough <laughs> question, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bob, but uh, that's what it reminded that's me okay. of. That's okay. No, sorry. I'll figure it out. I'll um, it out. it's okay. I, I and I can look it up too. The program. Uh, it's the the Shining Path. I think was the name of the. Um, oh yeah. Um, and I even can look it up right now because I have all of the the songs that we've played on the show. Um, but don't you think? Well, do it, it. Do it like um. Play some, play another, um, and you know, and talk to it, talk to us about that. Sure. After play, play Kayola Beamer solo. Okay. Um, doing Pua Lilihua. Okay, I'll in I'll, the Hawaiian I'll, language. I'll play yeah. that, and then we'll. It's we'll... a beautiful song. Okay. And then we'll end the show. Okay. All right. It's a great. I really enjoy this program. Kayola Beamer, I want to hear it. Yeah, it's real pretty. <laughs>
That is a beautiful way to end the show, Bob. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, the, it's, it's the best holiday, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is. In, in, enjoy friends. Enjoy family. Give thanks. Or just sit around by yourself. You know, like, that you know. too. Uh, give thanks yeah. for everything that you have in your life. Uh, the band yeah, I was it's thinking about giving of, thanks. That's right. The band I was thinking of um, that Sun City Girls covered was Los Carcas. Carcas. Ah, yes. Uh, Fantastic! Yeah, Yorando Safeway amazing. is the name of the song. Shining Path was um, the cover, which is actually the Communist Party from Peru. The Shining Paths, what they're called. Ah, today. that's beautiful. Um, yeah. Workers unite. Uh, workers unite uh, and revolt. Yeah. I was trying to say revolt and unite together. Um, yeah, keep in mind Thanksgiving is like. You know, basically a holiday which celebrates like violence that happened like you know several hundred years uh, ago. But right. it was about the Indians and the the Indians and the pilgrims coming together and having a feast. But like, yeah, that's exactly. Presumably, it was it's about, about resolving <clears throat> violence. Hopefully, you know, a, a, exactly. Yeah. Let's let's look at it from the positive side. Um, Everybody's thinking about green bean casseroles and like spinach madeleine and like. Yeah. On my turkey, my turkey, my cornbread dressing stuffed turkey. Who the yeah. hell knows what's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it all, my man. Here. Enjoy it all. Um, thank you. I, I, I love talking to you as always. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Um, it's Glad been you're feeling well. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, it's been a. It's been a. I don't know how you're looking. You do all this on audio. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking better than you, my man. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm looking by shaved today. Oh, right. good. All right. So did I. Yeah. We'll, ha- we'll, yeah. we'll have to have a. Um, I don't know. I'll see you in Portland. Yes, you will. I look forward yeah. to it. Um, yeah. Hopefully soon. Um, see you by the food truck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll 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 hit all the food trucks in Portland. There's so many. Um, yeah. But I love you, and thank yeah, you. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you. You Talk too. To you in- you know, in a few days. We'll do it again soon, I hope. Um, yeah. And thank you, everyone. Thanks for, for listening. listening. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening and your patience. Thank you so much, everybody that listens regularly and supports us. You know, we do it for us, but we also do it for you. So thank you. Yeah, show where Ishmark has sounded like sublime to you. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's the way life goes. Uh, only the second one. The first one didn't. Um, and I, I actually really enjoyed the first now one. Now pour so. yourself a gin and tonic. For God's <laughs> sake. And have a great night. I have no gin in the house, but I'll, I'll do my best. All right. I love you, my man. Thank you. Right. Yeah, thank you. Take care, everyone.